I am here and I'm clear. Hello. Yeah. What's happening? What's up? What's up? <laughs> you sound sickly. Are you sick? Um, I woke up with no voice this morning. That's terrible. And the thing about it is, I'm not sick though. Like, I just woke up and there was just no- nothing came out. I was like, <laughs> so this is about 12 hours of drinking um tea. Oh, I was about to say. Yeah, and um I'm sipping I'm actually sipping a hot toddy now. Ooh, that's so sexy. I know. well, you know. <laughs> Ew, okay, that's not sexy. Whoa, buddy. <laughs> welcome to On the Rocks with Ash and Kiki. Welcome. We welcome you once, we welcome you twice. Twice. We open the doors of our church and we greet you all as our guests. Oh yes, honey. Announcement is lit. Let's get prepared to read. How's your week going? Um, it's okay. Uh, it's been really busy, unintentionally, but it's been busy. So you know, I'm just happy to be employed. I'm happy to be getting bringing home a check. Okay. Okay. And uh, despite the fact that my husband keeps eating my snacks, I'm happy to come home to him. <laughs> No more snacks for you. Yo, like, we think we just had a conversation about brownies. Then I came home today, and the chips that I was planning on eating were gone. I'm so sorry. He swears he don't know what happened to him. You must got a troll in your house. Be eating up all your saying. snacks when y'all both at work. Uh, apparently, we have a troll. Apparently. Let him tell it. Do you have any shout-outs this week? Um, I wanted to shout out one of my best friends, Danielle, aka Danny. Um, I had to go to a ball slash gala last week, and um, the girl who I usually get to do my makeup, she had to be an adult and you know work her regular job, which is fine. So I figured, oh, okay, I'll try doing my makeup on my own. So my friend Danielle took me to Ulta. And she helped me do a little bit of a makeup haul. And apparently I did pretty good. I'm more of a Sephora girl, but Ulta comes in in the clutch. Yo, I I ain't going to hold you. I don't have the patience to do Sephora. Because the last time I went in there, me and this girl almost fought. So... Oh, I don't talk to the employees because I know what I need. Because they're of no help when you go in there anyway. So I just go get what I need and I get out. See, that's the thing. Um, the last time I went to Sephora, I want to say um, it was the week of my wedding. And I knew what I needed, but I could not remember what the name of it was. So and then my thing is, don't be following me. If I tell you, I'll, I'll come <laughs> to you if I need you, that means back up and, you know, wait for me to ask for assistance. My mom, of course, for those who don't know, my mother, y'all think I have a rude mouth, Dorothy Taylor. Um, that that woman could make a sailor blush, and she doesn't even have to use profanity. That's how bad her mouth is. So I'm in the perfume section, and my mom's like, "Didn't you tell the saleswoman that you didn't want any assistance right now?" I say, "Yeah." And so very loudly, my mom says, "Well, she's standing right behind you." Come on, Dottie. And I was like, "Wow." <laughs> so I just went ahead and left. 
And I went and got my stuff from Ulta, and it was like ten dollars cheaper. So it was- is. I was gonna say Ulta is cheaper, but they don't carry Fenty Beauty. True. Despite the only thing I have about Ulta is it spelled my name wrong on like my membership card, so it's like Ash. What well, they have this spell some weird way, which how do you screw up the spelling of Ashley? But whatever. Either way. Ulta is my place. So I want to thank my boo, Danielle. Her best friend, Crystal, came with us. And we had a wang dang doodle. That's amazing. Um, One more note to Sephora before I let them go. I am a VIB Rouge card member. If I'm not mistaken, that's like one level down from the top tier. Yeah, that's that's bad bitch levels. When I come in and I say I want my makeup done and you say you can't do that, I know you're lying and that you can do that because you can give me a makeup consultation on the spot. Don't fucking play with me ever again, Sephora. Excuse me? They said, no, you can't do that. You have to make an appointment. And I'm like, no, I don't because I'm VIB Rouge. And just say you don't know how to do black people's makeup. That's all you have to say. And I'll be like, I got you, sis, because I don't want to come out here looking like Michael Jackson. Like, that's fine. Just say that. Don't say, oh, we don't do that or we can't do that because you're clearly lying to me. See, child. Mm, anyway. <laughs> How was your week? My week has been really well. Um, Sunday, you know, we were scheduled to record. Um, but uh, see how what happened was I went and studied and then I went out drinking afterwards. <laughs> so I did not feel like it was in my best interest to record an episode of On the Rocks when I was that far gone. I would have, it would have been so beautiful. <laughs> um, you say beautiful, I say destructive. Yeah, you know I love chaos. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I went out to um Mount Pleasant and you know, uh, went to a little yeah. bar on the water, honey. Speaking of Mount Pleasant, you know yeah, Water's yeah. Edge. Um, yeah, I was at Reds. Okay, so apparently Water's Edge has a Stuart Little issue. Yeah, girl. See, I like Water's Edge because their happy hour during the week is very lit. They have $2 drinks. I love their happy hour. Um, me, my cousin, you know, y'all, for those who know me, y'all know my cousin Tish is the bougie cut. Like, y'all think I'm bougie. Tish is, like, way bougie. So we go to dinner there a lot. But then also, Kiki and I have gone there for brunch whenever our parents desert us. <laughs> Mother's Day. Oh, oh, Mother's Day. So it's like for us, I, I like Water's Edge. So when I saw the picture, I was like, oh my gosh, Master Splinter, is that you? I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret about Charleston as a whole. Girl. All of them have um, visitors. I'm going to just, uh, coming from somebody who used to date somebody who worked in the restaurant business, all of them have visitors. So I'm going to just let y'all. Uh, marinate on that. I wonder if they speak with a Geechee accent. They probably do. And Let's get okay. into the mess. Yes. So, um, I'm going to give you an option. <laughs> <laughs> I like options. You know, you know, I love playing. Um, you love topic. playing. Who wants to be a millionaire? I love playing topic roulette. It's my <laughs> so okay. Um, we can do. Um, bald head scallywag versus goat throat. Um, we can do fat white boy and lame rappers. We Ooh. can do 
Trap Barbie Dream House or Google Me and the Ugly Nigga Who Kinda Fine. Let's do Trap Barbie Dream House. Was that the correct topic, Alex, for yes. 200? Yes, Trap Barbie Dream House. Okay, let's so, go. What are your thoughts about Seven Rings? Um, oh, I have so many thoughts. First of all, it's a bop immediately. Thank you. It is a bop. Um, Ariana has always pulled, Ariana has always had soul to me in her music. Her album, Honeymoon Avenue, she was singing down. Um, like that is Honeymoon Avenue. I think she was dating Big Sean at the time. This is how I know her albums through who she is dating by the time. Oh, yeah, that's true. With that being said, um, her barring the hip hop aesthetic does not bother me because I always felt like she's on the inside of black girl. I know that sounds horrible. (laughs) That's how I feel. Um, barring the pink trap house idea from two chains. I mean, you could at least ask two chains to make a cameo or something. Just don't pull from that immediately. Right. Without, you know, doing the respect. Seven rings does not bother me. And I'm giving Ariana a pass only because the bitch has about three songs on the radio at the same time. Yeah. And secondly, I feel like she's pushing this album out because her last album, Sweetener, was all about um, Pete Davidson. Like, he was all over that album. I hate him so much. I'm so sorry. And I feel like all her songs were about him. So I feel like she's pushing this new music out to distance herself from that. So I'm not mad at her. Like, go ahead and elevate. Music-wise, I'm not mad at Ariana. Fair. I wish she didn't get pork fried rice tattooed on her hand. Oh my god. But that's a different read for the next topic. I thought she got barbecue spare ribs. Girl. Britney Spears did that same shit too, right before she shaved she, her head. I thought she got pork lo You know what? I had to reel that in real quick because that was about to get hella inappropriate. Hella. Hella I, inappropriate. I was, I was but I don't mind it. I like the song. It's a bop. She's gonna go on tour. She She's going to put out her little music. She ain't bothering nobody. Leave that girl alone. This is true. And she made money off it the minute it came out. That There's the thing. I enjoyed it. Like, when I first um heard it, I was like, okay. I Because I didn't hear, see the video. I heard the song first. And I couldn't figure out why everyone was so upset about the song. And so then I looked at the video and I was like, oh, okay. She used the um, Trap House concept. For me, I thought it was the same house. I didn't realize. No, it's it a different like, house. I didn't realize it was like a sorority house or so, some suburban shit. I didn't know that. So I found that out in the midst of the outrage. And I feel like there's a time to speculate about cultural appropriation. And there is also a time to just enjoy shit. And for me, I just enjoyed it. Like, because like if said, we if we try to notate everything that's cultural cultural culture appropriation, we're gonna be here all day. For me, and I y'all feel, niggas didn't have a problem when Gwen Stefani was doing it. My because it wasn't our culture, but you know, you know, quiet as kept <laughs> barbecue spare real. Um, okay. Uh, for me, I just feel like cultural appropriation is when you take something and it's popular and you take credit for it. I feel like she didn't take credit for anything. And I want to say the girl who wrote, like, who wrote the main lyrics on the song, she gave the girl, like, writer's credit. So I don't know what more y'all want. Like you said, she should have had, like, two chains in the video or something. But, you know, hindsight, 2020, whatever. 
But yeah, me personally, Seven Rings is a bop for me. I don't have no static with it. Um, yeah, there's that. Next case? Next case on the docket. Okay, <laughs> so what do you want to do next, Kiki? Um, what was the chubby white boy topic? Oh, okay. Have you seen Firefest yet? No, I have not, and I probably will not watch either one of those documentaries because I don't want to put money in anybody's pocket who could profit from it who was about that bullshit. Damn it, man. But it, feel free to go and talk about it. Um, so for those who for those who have watched it, because I watched... Okay, let's just start from the beginning. So I want to say this was 2017. I'm sorry? I want to say it was 2017. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So picture it. I want to say this was like March 2017, I believe. Um, imagine a world where people are like obsessed with what happens on Instagram and they see all of these quote unquote influencers and models frolicking on this beach and they talk about the appeal that, you know, it's Pablo Escobar's personal paradise and you can be here for like $200,000. All right, time to fuck out. Let's stop everything. I didn't see fi- the fire festival until it like made news. That was my first <laughs> time hearing about it. I had heard rumblings that um Ja Rule was like had gotten into. I guess it was tech. And for me, I thought, oh okay, he's not the first has been rapper to do that. Chameleonaire has made a shit ton of money investing in tech because I want to say Chameleonaire was one of the first investors in Uber I think but I could be wrong either way it is not the first it is not unheard of for rappers to invest their money in Silicon Valley it's not surprising so when I heard about how terrible the festival was I was like wait a minute now I could have sworn y'all said this was supposed and I started looking back at the advertisements this is supposed to be luxury. I heard it was supposed to be villas. Um, apparently, the big gag was all of these name, like big name artists, dropped out at the very last minute. Fast forward a few months later, the guy Billy McFarland, who Ja Rule had partnered up with, he is indicted on federal charges for wire fraud. And I'm just like, hold the phone. How did this happen? So. To your point, I watched the Hulu documentary first, and I was not aware that Hulu or whatever company Hulu got to produce it, I was not aware that they paid Billy McFarland to do it. I was not aware of that Mm -hmm. until the Netflix documentary came out. The problem with that one is that documentary is basically out of the words of Fuck Jerry Media, who was the media company that did the publicity for Fire Festival. So it's like you have two documentaries and two people who technically or like two entities who had a part in robbing and setting shit crazy. Like just completely messing up the lives of these people on this Bah on the Bahami the, the oh God, the hottie toddy's kicking in. <laughs> Bahamian, Bahamians? Yes. The Bahamian island of Exumas. So, um, first, shout out to Yulani. Um, Yay, Yulani, I love her. Yulani lives in Bermuda. 
And every year in July, Yulani tells us about the cup match weekend. In Exuma, they have something that's like that, but it's called a regatta. So it's like literally everybody has their boats. They go out on the water. It is a very huge deal. First thing I was like, now y'all claim to know so much about the Bahamas and you're so cultured. How did no one think, oh, we can't do this on so-and-so weekend? That's like the biggest weekend on the island. But of course, as as the documentaries go on, it is very clear that common sense was basically not in the picture. Um, the memes about the guy Andy on the Netflix documentary, <laughs> that man was prepared to suck dick for water. I, 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 oh, yeah. Can I ask um, about that in context? Was he trying to get water to the people who were already there? Oh, no. Okay. So, like, um, a week before, or maybe, like, a few days before the festival was supposed to start, they had four 18-wheelers filled, well, not 18, yeah, four 18-wheeler trucks and, like, the um cabins or whatever were filled with Evian, because apparently that was their sponsor. However, they had to pay an import fee that they had not paid. The import fee for the Evian was $175,000. Oh. Billy basically called Andy, who, and he called, and called, he said, you're our gay leader, and said, we need you to take one for the team. Will you go and suck the minister of tourism's dick so that he doesn't make us pay this money? He just gives us the water. Oh, okay then. Yeah, so that's the context on that. You fucking dick for something that's free, but anyway, I understand. Either way, the true victims of the Firefest fraud are not <laughs> are people who didn't get their dick sucked. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I'm I'm not in the, I'm not in my right mind. <laughs> um, the true victims of fire fraud are not the influencers who had, <laughs> oh, their, their private jet, me, 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 and ooh, I had to sleep in a tent, and oh my god, I spent like $50,000 on so-and-so, all I got was a cheese sandwich, yeah. The thousands of workers who did not get paid, but literally worked day and night to build that shit show of a refugee camp that ended up being what Firefest was, the woman who owned the grill who basically had to help. She, matter of fact, she paid a lot of the workers out of her savings, which is crazy. She saw that these people were going to go without. So she took up the slack. And I just feel like those are the real victims. And I find it crazy that after Firefest, Billy McFarland's chubby ass went right back to scamming. Like, <coughs> you didn't learn your lesson the first time? I mean, he didn't immediately face scrutiny like right after well, it happened. So I mean, I you live, you live to scam another day. Ever, when do white people ever learn their lesson? Exactly. Like, when do straight white men ever learn their lesson? Exactly. So he was like, "Oh shit, I got away with that real quick. Let me try something else." That's that on that. That's all I got. Yeah, Firefest. Um. Yeah, like you said, the money is going to people who should not get it. I, and I said this on Twitter, and no one was like, I don't think, well, a lot of people were like, I don't think that makes sense. 
I feel like if 50 Cent lives to spite Ja Rule and he hates Ja Rule so much, 50 Cent, 50 Cent should pay all of those people on the island of Exumus. He should pay Miss Gloria, even though she already got the GoFundMe. He should, like, drop some money on them people. But that would be benefiting. That would be doing something positive. Um, And I know. Because I was like, ugh, this nigga. He's still waiting for his check from Tierra Marie, which he's never going to get. He ain't going to never see that shit. He would be the worst person to owe money to. Uh, He is is a In the words of Weezer off of Steel Magnolias, he is a boil on the butt of humanity. Mm-hmm. And that's that on that. Terrible. Oh, how about sweet summer bells? All right. So now you have to choose between goat throat versus a bald head scallywag or a tall, ugly nigga and a Google. Tall, ugly nigga for 2000, please. So (laughs) what do we do when the quote unquote internet's favorite couple is in turmoil. If they if they can't stay together, what hope is there for the rest of us? Have you heard about the issue with Tiana Shumpert and Iman? The issue that was a non-issue that wasn't even true. That too. Um, when did this happen? Like last Wednesday, I want to say. Yes. I woke up around two o'clock. Y'all don't know my life, and <laughs> all throughout Twitter, I saw. Iman got somebody pregnant. Iman got somebody <laughs> pregnant. And I was like, that can't be true. So I'm just letting my Twitter update. And then it was so funny seeing the time lapse of, oh, it was a rumor. But people were still having five paragraph dissertations on it. And I was just like, y'all, it's, it's not even true. And y'all are still, I guess there was no going back for Black Twitter because they had already claimed that this was true. Oh, you know when Black Twitter commits. They commit, honey, hamburgers. They but, don't let um, go. They kept talking about it, and I just had to mute both Tiana and Iman's names because if it wasn't true, I, I, I just, if anything, Tiana Taylor would have gotten somebody pregnant before Iman did, if that makes sense, because her dick is bigger than his. So, all right, all right, we're done. This whole conversation, it was a waste of time to me, but let's let's have at it. No, because I'm done. I can't, huh? Oh my God. What'd I say? Uh, oh my God. Y'all know Tiana got that strap. Y'all know. Make it stop, Jesus. Make it stop. I do want to say I did think it was funny that he had to apologize for leaving comments on her picture with her and Drea. Yeah, that was very... That was very... Sir, what is wrong with you? You are. That was very weird. You are a grown-ass man. Here's the thing. Until I heard him say... Or, like, until he quote-unquote apologized... I think he was for real. I thought he was just joking. <laughs> he was bothered, he was... sis. I was like, why are you bothered, sir? Because, I, again, I... Tiana's dick is bigger than his. And um, he knows that she can pull anybody and everybody. And, I mean, it's Drea. Her wholeness can be deleted, but still, it's Drea. Kiki, please. So, <laughs> I feel like she probably done ate Drea's box, like, probably nine or ten times. And he was like, listen, that's fine to do in the privacy of our home. When her husband is out playing football or whatever he does. But Jesus, don't you put that on the Christ. gram. Jesus I'm done. Christ. Does they ever get married or is she just a baby mama? Oh yeah, they've been married for a while. 
Wow. Congratulations, Drea. Oh, oh, you talking about Drea? I thought you were talking about Tiana. Sorry. No, no I'm talking about Drea and her, um, no, muskrat. Um, no, her and, um, the ferret. He looks like a ferret. Um, they have not gotten married yet, which is not weird, but, um, what was it? I, I feel like they got a Jim and Chrissy situation going on. Right. Because she did like, have a baby for him. Yeah, where it's like... And she lets I, that baby out of the cage, so she doesn't keep him locked up in a cage with Michelini right, dinners. Alright, alright, alright. All right, all right, I quit. <laughs> Next I, case? I, I quit. <laughs> I, I don't even want to go over Goat Throat, aka Candy versus um Tamar Braxton because I just find that weird. <laughs> Are you watching Big Brother this season? No, I've never watched Big Brother. Neither have I. Yeah, like I've never watched it. So for me, I don't really like see the hype in it. And I was like, oh, it's um Candy and Tamar. And um, who's the other? Oh, yeah, Lolo Jones, which fuck that bitch. But that's a story for another time. Yes, it is. That's a read for a different day. Um, yes, I watched it. Um, Tamar is really delusional. Um, she and Candy both came into the Big Brother house with issues, except Tamar has no idea why Candy has an issue with her. So That's the, the, the delusion, honey. The delusion. So Candy explained it as that um, Tamar was on tour with her during the Esca- Escape tour before they mm-hmm. dropped Candy. I think that tour was last year. And um, Tamar decided to invite T.S. Madison and what's that lady with the jagged tooth name? Kia. She she decided to invite them on stage during her set, which Candy shut that shit down and kicked them out of the venue. So now, fast forward to today, Tamar has no idea why Candy doesn't like her or has static with her. Because she's special. Jesus, Tyrone Christ. And she also feels that Candy spoke on her divorce, which hasn't really happened yet, to, um, what's his neck? What's his neck? What's his name? Um, Vince. Are you sure you're not drinking tonight? Because, ma'am, <laughs> I saw his neck first before I saw his teeth. Um, she feels like Candy was speaking on her divorce without really knowing what was going on and that she kind of took Vince Hubert, is that his name? Side. Herbert. So, um, that's that on that. Tamar, you look crazy, but she does, she is making the show interesting and entertaining because this is my first time watching this show, and this shit is very boring to watch. Yeah, like, I keep telling people there is not really much of, it's, there's nothing intriguing about it. Like, who is going to sit there? And apparently there are people who pay, like, money to watch the live feed. Yes. Now, back in the day, now, without the celebrity stuff, I would probably pay to watch Life because they have, like, an After Dark special where it's uncut. You know, people used to be fucking on camera and doing stupid shit like that and cursing and drinking. So that, I could see why people would pay for it. Those celebrities are not going to do that. So, um, I don't know why y'all paying for that. Y'all giving um, Julie Chen Moonves two cents to her check because, you know, her granddaddy can't work anymore. So, yeah, um... Tamar's crazy. Candy's just there just to be there. I don't know why Candy's there. Money. 
Because you know she makes money and she's the people's champ. If she doesn't have the um candy click with her, I don't really see why she's in there. But next case. Candy coated <laughs> Candy coated nights. Candy. I don't really see what y'all talking about. Cause you if know, I love all the drama. It's beneath me. Every man was a woman. <laughs> oh, and Candy also wrote some tracks on um Ariana's new album with Seven Rings. So, oh yeah, so um, from Candy what keeps heard, a coin. Yeah, from what I heard, basically, um, that album is sampling, um, a it's sampling a song from NSYNC, and it's the song that she wrote. NSYNC so writing credit. Yes, NSYNC. Ooh. Yeah, so she gets writing credit. Cool, good for her. Because Lord knows she can't give you know singing lessons. Ace needs to eat. Ace needs his pudding cups, and Riley needs her lace front wigs from Alonzo Arnold, and Joyce needs her wigs from Vivica Fox. So, what about Todd's daughter? She needs some lace fronts too. Oh, let let Todd tell it. He got all the money too. That's his money. Mhm. Okay. Next case. Let let that grizzly bastard tell. Me. I don't like him, but whatever. Another story for another time. <laughs> um. So this B Smith. Um. Do you know? Who you B. can Smith have is? that because I don't even know who the fuck that is. You can have all of that. Okay. So apparently, and this is the thing. I'm. I had never heard of this woman until this story broke. I want to say that was Monday. Um, B. Smith apparently is a woman. She used to be the they. I've seen reports regarding her as the Black Martha Stewart. Once again, never, never heard of it. So apparently, <laughs> she was a restaurateur. She was a model. She was a modeler turned restaurateur. She had like a bunch of restaurants, and in her D.C. restaurant, this is where she met her husband. This old man who apparently was like a TV exec. His name was Dan. Um, fast forward to the current day and time. Miss B. Smith is living with early onset Alzheimer's. And it is, it, it is advancing at a very rapid, rapid age. So apparently, <laughs> according to the husband, B. Smith told this man that, you know, if she ever becomes incapacitated, he can get him a new girlfriend while the man. A likely story. Fast forward. Um, I want to say it was The Root. They dropped this story where it's like he is married. Well, his girlfriend is this um Swedish woman, I believe. And the thing about it, she's not young. I want to say the woman is 53. She's a 53-year-old woman, I believe. Um, apparently, she lives in the house. Dan moved her into the house. Apparently, she quote unquote be helping B. Smith around the house. However, she it's to the point now where B's the, the Alzheimer has Alzheimer's. She doesn't really know who this woman is. Period. She barely recognizes her. So it's kind of like nothing we can really do. My question is. 
Well, then you say, so you didn't read the article probably. I have a general understanding of what's going on, but I still don't know who these people are. Yeah, I don't know. But you've told me who they are. I just want to, like, I don't want to say I feel like, I don't want to say I don't believe it. But y'all, can we be candid, y'all? Niggas lie every day. (laughs) But black men don't cheat. You know what? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this is not the talking animals. <laughs> the, he claims that this is what she would have wanted. Sir, I don't want to call you a liar. Because I don't know you like that. How the fuck ever? I'm finding it very hard to believe that any sane woman would be okay with her husband bring another woman into the house while they were still together. Oh, like while she's still living. Like it's one thing I I can I forget the name of the movie, but there's a movie on Netflix that talks about this. But the woman w- said this is after I expire. Sir, your wife is still there. She's still living, breathing, still, you know, she she's still existing. Granted, she's not in the best mental shape. She's still there. What if she has a lucid? I'm, I'm still still here. She, she got some issues too, but we ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> um, got- I want to play devil's advocate and say there is a chance that she could have arranged for this to happen. I mean, you said that Alzheimer's was, it's its coming really quickly, right? Yeah. Who's to say that she wasn't at a point in her life where she's like, I've already accomplished so many things in my career. I have this husband. I know, like, I hate to say it to y'all, but what is the treatment for Alzheimer's really? Like, no, no, there, not there's nothing. Good. So you already know how it's going to end. Who's to say she just didn't have her coin set up and was like, you know what? When it starts to happen, I want you to go ahead and be happy and move on. You can even move the bitch in the house. Like, I don't really care. Like, I'm, I've lived a good and plentiful life. Is that so far out of the realm of possibility? He says he has paperwork, but he has failed to produce it. That's why it's out of the pocket. Well, that's because niggas don't never hold on to paperwork. That's just... Yeah. For me, <sighs> I think if you holler about all this paperwork you got, but, you know, it has yet he has to the receipts. show up. There are no receipts. So, um, yeah, I just, that's where I'm just like, yeah. Now, with that being said, I do, I would believe that she said he could move on. I don't know if she would be okay with her foot in the bill for all of this shit. Like, that too. Like, who's paying for her room and board? I mean, did she come with a wardrobe? Whose car is she driving? Like, that shit. Now, that'd be just be a wrap on that. From what I hear, it's B. It's B. Smith's money that's financing everything. Now, see that I don't really. That don't sound too kosher to From me. Cash reserves, but um, you know, produce those receipts, and we'll see, Doctor Ben. It, he really, he, you know what? Anyways, so yeah. Um, and why do you need a woman anyway? Like, I'm pretty sure his dick is like a rotten banana. Like, what are you doing, he, sir? Is she there to rub your feet he, and change your diapers, or is she there for? emotional support like why do you need a bitch in your house like I don't understand is she the maid I'm crawling hey maid I see you got your maid outfit all like you always do 
Right, like, I hope she knows she's going to be put to work as soon as this lady passes away. But grandma the baby. Oh, Lord. This is a lot. Okay. Um, I want you to not just, and I feel very empty saying this, um, <laughs> and no, don't laugh. I don't, I don't know why that made me laugh when you said I feel very empty saying this. Because, I like, I feel like the, the I feel like me sending prayers and positivity doesn't change anything. That shit don't work. Yeah, so it's like, um, Jesse Smollett, I'm sorry people are so fucking awful. I'm sorry that <laughs> your race and your sexual orientation are cause for you to be the victim of heinous crimes. Fuck whoever did it. Um, and Oh yeah, and fuck you niggas who be talking, who been talking salty about Terry Crews. Fuck every last one of you, especially you DL Hoogly, looking like the fucking land before time ass nigga. Fuck you. <sighs> you mean that nigga who comes on like in the third spot of Kings of Comedy that I always fast forward through? He's up first, praise God. So I just oh, I, he's up first. No wonder. Yeah, okay. I, th- never I heard of him. Over with as quick as possible. I barely watched Steve Harvey segment. But we're not gonna talk about that. Uh, uh, they really should just cut everybody else's parts out except for Bernie Mac and rebrand it. The I, king I, of comedy. I won't take life. anything away from Steve Harvey's set because simply because um of the set about the old woman at the church, that's a classic for me. I will never cut away Cedric the Entertainer because he's one of my favorite people like in life. I love Cedric the Entertainer. I got my good eye on him. Oh no. No, just because he always stays out of the drama. He don't really have no scandal ever going on with him. <laughs> I don't know if that means he covers his shit up very well. Said, or said if fat, he is just a stand-up dude. Said, said fat niggas can't afford to be in the, co- in the um, scandal. They already fat. Okay. We stand. Well, I want to say I stand a non-problematic king. But they always eventually end up being problematic. Exactly. So I got my good eye on you, Sad. You got your good Fetty Wap eye on him? <sighs> Mm-hmm. It was a hello. But yeah, <laughs> Bernie Mac, Lord have mercy. I miss Bernie so much. I miss him too. <sighs> oh my god. Much respect. Um, as far as Jesse Smollett goes, that whole situation is fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard he did fight back though, so he ain't no punk. Yeah, he ain't no punk bitch. He know, and he got a gang of brothers and sisters. So I mean, I feel uh, yeah, like I-, I hate to say this. This is going to help his career. That sounds awful. The white, but I feel like if he swings this the right way, even though something horrible happened to him, there's a positive that could come out of this. Whereas there is some good publicity in there. So it all depends on how he works it, though. Don't become a Jesse Williams. You know what? And you know I have everything crumbled beneath uh what you believe in so you know jesse i i like and like ashley said i'll pray for you it's terrible that that happened but he gonna be all right yeah because that's like for me i can't do anything like i personally right already do advocacy work in that community so it's like i can't really do much else except continue to tell niggas you fucked up you fucked up you fucked up your bald head scallywag mama ass fucked up <laughs> Your limp dick ass daddy fucked up. Like everybody's fucked up for your homophobic sh- shit. That's all I can do. Um, he gonna be alright. Do you have anything else pop culture related? 
I felt like seven topics was good. I, I, um, I how do you feel about Dream Doll putting out a diss track on Tory Lanez? Who? Dream Doll, not What's to be confused with Cash Doll Senior. Ice me out. Ice me out. Ugh. Um, you Lanez, fuck for that. Tory. Tory Lanez has been um choosing to battle all of these niggas on Who Dreamville. Tory Lanez. Uh huh. You naming all these people? I don't know who these people are. Tory Lanez is from Toronto. Um, he looks like Skeletor. He really does. His head, he's about four feet tall. The same height as Lil Duval. All these short niggas causing all this damn trouble. And he proclaims that he is the best rapper alive. All right. So he's been getting into beefs lately, and now Dream Doll put out a diss track against him. So he thinks he's Jacquees. I guess, sir. (laughs) You know what? This is why when I tell people, I only listen to podcasts after a certain point or like a certain type of music that's dated. They judge me. And I'm like, do you know why? Because these niggas don't know how to act. I take it that you don't think he's the best rapper alive. I don't even, you know what? I wouldn't, I'm not going to say that. Speaking of best rappers alive, can we have a discussion about Soldier Boy? Yes. And how I kind of I kind of feel like he's not wrong in what he's been saying these past three weeks. Right. Because let's not get it twisted. Soldier Boy was in his bag when he first came out. Let's just let's just start right there. Soldier Boy up in the oh Watry, like I I remember freshman year of college, I heard Crank that at my first white college party. And they knew the dance before I did. Dang it. See. And I was like, wow, this shit is really, you know going around, making a circulation. I think the thing with Soldier Boy is he just needs to lay off of that white girl so he can get his message across yeah. more clearly. Yeah, because um, yeah. Am Do I, I think Drake copied his flow? I mean, y'all been saying that about Drake for like, but y'all need a new argument Drake about Drake. Drake copies everybody, let y'all tell it. Yes. Like, I'm <laughs> sorry, Drake cannot do all of these things y'all saying, but it's got to be a limit Anyways, but yeah, um, I feel like with Soldier Boy, you know, cocaine is a hell of a drug. And remember, <laughs> the second you heat up cocaine, it becomes crack, baby. Uh-huh. It becomes crack, smack, white girl, booger sugar. Yeah, like, um, I want mm. him to lay off of the drugs. Also, I think perhaps maybe it's because it, it has been proven he's a trash individual, like, personally. So it's like, I feel that his personal foolishness is what is hindering his message right. from reaching the masses. Is that right or wrong? I'm not here to make make judgment. I'm just saying I get where he was coming from. However, because he is annoying and he's awful, he's an awful human being, I just choose <laughs> to be like, all right, sir, whatever. Like, I'm now, for some odd reason, People cannot stop arguing about him. I first, I don't have a dog in that fight. I did my own. Oh, wait, I lied. Soldier Boy, fuck you because you lied and said A-Rab was up next. Indeed, A-Rab <laughs> was not. You told a lie. Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm pissed. I'm so upset for A-Rab. A-Rab had deserved that. I mean, Soldier Boy had bops. 
he when he was on tour, you know, he was selling out tours. I just I just wish he would leave that crack pipe alone so we could hear the message that he say. Because I don't want this to be a situation twenty years from now if BET still exists, they decide to give him a platform or a tribute. I don't want y'all lying and saying that y'all have always loved Soldier Boy because y'all not really fucking with him right now. Right. So I mean, just remember that he he I mean he did put that kind of internet rapper shit. He was the wheel. I, I will say I, I danced many a nights to let me get a shoot. Let me get a shoot. But let then again, I kinda wanna say fuck you, Soldier Boy, because when I would go to Club Dream in twenty ten, I couldn't even enjoy my dance because the cappers were strolling to Pretty Boy Swag. Like I mean, yeah, fuck you, Soldier Boy. I'm trying to remember where were we? At? Oh yeah, we went to um Pink Ice on Friday, and like we were dancing, and then I remembered, oh, this is a Greek event. Niggas about to be strolling, so I nicely <laughs> went and sat my happy ass down. And Lamp was like, "Why'd you go sit down?" So because I don't have time to be moving and parting like the Red Sea every five minutes. Like this isn't a fucking soul train a line. Like I don't want to be in the way of nobody's party hop, bro. Y'all go ahead and do that shit. I'm sitting my happy ass down and enjoy this open bar. And that's that. So that's that's that do. on that. Um, I think that's, as far as celebrity, I will have to touch on somebody on, on that note, but I think I'm good. Ooh, oh, yeah. I might have to touch on a bag lady. Indubitably. Okay. Are we going to take, take a break? break? Oh. <laughs> We'll be right back after these short messages. Hey. Hey. And we're back. Like Soulja Boy's favorite snack. Crap. We're back. So what's yeah, up? What are we talking about? So, um, I don't want to go too big on, well, I don't really have a lot to talk about TV-wise. I have like three things to hit on. It must take me 30 minutes, but what the fuck ever. Y'all know I'm the long-winded person. Um, I was watching Love and Hip Hop New York, and I never thought I'd see the day where, like, Rich Dallas was, like, the same person in the love interaction. However, this Ooh. man has to have probably one of the densest baby mamas that I have ever heard of in <laughs> Like, Isn't her name Miracle? Yes. Let's talk about Miracle, shall we? So, when Miracle first got introduced on the scene, like, two, I think, seasons ago, I wondered, like, how did this happen? Because she's just, she's real country, and she seems really, oh, excuse me, what's the word? Dated. Like, she just didn't seem like she had it all together. But, you know, all God's children are all God's children. So, I left it alone. And then this season, when they did, like, the um sneak preview, I saw that, you know, they were saying how Rich take some time to help out the mother of his first child because she had gotten herself into some legal trouble. So, apparently, um, Miracle married this man who had been beating on her for years. And apparently she had finally had enough. And she shot him. So. <laughs> yeah, because I was just like, whoa. Like, that escalated so quick. There was no build of it. It's just like, 
and she shot him. (laughs) But that's how they showed it in the show. It was like, oh, yeah, she in legal trouble. She shot the man. And I was like, whoa, okay. Like, this just went so She didn't pull a knife. She didn't throw no hot grits. She just shot his ass. She shot his ass. She said, nigga, fuck you. I've had enough. (laughs) She said, I'm about to bust that cafe, yo. But yeah. So I'm outside of the club. <laughs> she went to the trunk. Shout out to my cohort, Jay. Jay is always talking about some people just got to go in their trunk sometimes. <laughs> Madam said, Rock a bite, baby. Rock a bite, baby. Beyonce, oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh. But yeah, um, shot the man. Uh, I want to say like she was charged with attempted murder. But then they bumped it down to aggravated assault. Um, wow. Apparently, he cooperated, but she didn't. So it kind of like turned the tables. And basically, where Rich stepped in, he bailed her out. And she was, so he went down there. He was like, oh, okay, who's your lawyer? You know, let me. Um, He was like, give me her number so I can call the firm she works at. Baby mom was like, oh, no. I don't have a lawyer. Rich is looking around like, the fuck you mean? She's like, oh, I have a public defender. R- 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 I saw the color leave that man's face. His spray tan, whatever, the Fenty <laughs> number, the Fenty um, 320, whatever it was on his face. Jerrain. He was like, why do you have a public defender? She's like, well, I couldn't afford a lawyer. Uh, I'm going to try to do her accent. I-, I couldn't afford no lawyer because you know, I ain't got the money for that. He was like, well, why didn't you ask me? Well, you know, you already had bailed me out of jail. So, you know, I just figured if I prayed on it long enough, it will work itself out. Now, I don't claim to be the sharpest tool in the shed. (laughs) I don't claim to know a, a lot about legalities. However, I know a lot about stereotypes on TV. And the, um, from what I've understood, the stereotype with public defenders on TV is that those niggas are overworked and underpaid. Under-fucking-paid, bruh. They can't really do much for you, and it's not because they don't care. They don't have the resources. So I could understand Rich's frustration when he was like, you could have just asked me to find you a lawyer, but instead you didn't say anything and you started praying. And literally, it took her going to court and them saying because she didn't show up for her plea hearing, they were just going to take it straight to the trial to finally be like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Let me tell y'all, this woman was doing a funeral cry. Like, you ever been, y'all, country folks, y'all ever been to a funeral and the person was just inconsolable? Usually it's the person who ain't talked to the person in the casket for like seven years, but we're not gonna. The loudest be the most furthest from the one in the casket. Shawty, Shawty could have been at Willie Watkins as a professional crier. Willie Watkins, damn hollering she was doing. And so Rich was like, you know, think about it. This just doesn't affect you now, of course, because they know that the husband was beating on the kids. He he doesn't have any contact at this point. Like, there's not really much he can do. So, apparently, now what is going to happen is the daughter is going to leave college 
and she is going to become the legal guardian for her two little sisters. And Rich was like, you realize how fucked up that is that, like, your daughter was living her life, but now she has to grow up overnight because you and this man should have been parted ways. But, you know, he was like, that's neither here nor there. Why y'all stayed together? And I was just looking, and I wanted to know. (laughs) I was like, is this woman, like, is she experiencing a developmental delay? Or is she just really that slow? Apparently. Ladies, stop trying to settle. When it's not working, it's not right, just get up and leave. Mm -hmm. And I completely understand, like, in a domestic violence situation. Right. um, Leaving isn't exactly easy. It's just getting up and walking away. However, um, it's important if you have resources and options and the support system. That you know a nigga on a reality there. show. I'm sorry. You couldn't call him at midnight and be like, listen, I need you to set up, you know, a little fun with some money so yeah. I can start funneling, funneling away some money, saving it so I can make a, an escape because this and toxic course, situation not working. Of course. And this was actually the first time that, like, in the like, history of watching that show, I believed the rich when he was crying. He was like, you know. I feel like maybe if we, I would have stayed in Tennessee and we would have worked through our um issues, you wouldn't have married no one else. You and I would still be together. Therefore, you wouldn't have met this man. And so, and it's just like this is always how it goes. The people a cause you, and effect for everything. Yeah, and like the people closest to you always believe that it's something that they could have done. When the reality of it is. Based on the personality of that miracle woman, her and Rich wouldn't have made it no way. Like, I'm sorry, Rich. <laughs> I get you thought that. Or for all we you. know, she could have shot Rich. It, it could have been you limping with his own gun, <laughs> with a um, bullet in the stomach, sir. You never know. So, um. yeah. I'm loving him. Oh, yeah. And um, I might be the only one who feels this way, but this whole Kim Bella versus Yandy storyline I want them to stop like leave us alone the end yeah they're already back as friends so yes that's why I was just like ugh waste of time another one bites the dust hey is her husband in jail yet or no uh I think he goes in February so like in a few days that's cool that's that's why they had to do that um school night wedding that Thursday night wedding? Uh, they must be, like, broke as fuck because, like... <laughs> the the fucking tuxedo Thursday with the tails, the my nigga. Top. Like, this come from a person who not only... I know this because I just got married. I know this because I work in the wedding industry. Monday through Wednesdays... I mean, Monday through Thursdays are always going to be your cheapest times to rent venues. Because ain't nobody in them bitches. Kim Bell looked beautiful. It's just the affair looked very cheap. It, it looked very... Um, it looked very Golden Corral. It looked like a high school prom. And not like one of these... It was very ball-headed. High school proms. I'm talking like Woodland, Um. Don't say my school, honey, because we went to Patriots Point. I wasn't going to say West Ashley. I know, I was saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lake we Marion. go to the aquarium now. We've got money. Yeah, very Lake Marion. Um, yeah. Just 
very, you know. Did you already say LR? You, you know, I live up the street from LR. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not going to do my diamond back like that. <sighs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was very cray paper. And um, very nude tones. Yeah, it, I it, just... it was very church punch and meatballs and chicken wings. Which th- which fucking slap. But if this is the man you've been in a relationship for oh, over yeah. a decade, um, I want chicken marsala and sirloin tips and seafood stuffed mashed potatoes I want and crudite. I don't want fried pork chop. I want a crudite tray. Okay. Maybe she just didn't want him to, you know, get high expectations because he is going to prison any day now. So well, that too, and also maybe they want to save that money so they could put it on his books for commissary. <sighs> so that way he could have all the ramen noodles and hot Cheetos he wanted. He'll be able to slurp those ramen noodles because he don't have no front teeth. All right. Should have been saving some money for some dentures. Maybe when he gets out, he can get them TI dentures. Oh yeah, um, rappers, those veneers, rappers, um, strippers, Instagram hoes, the Johnny Blaze, the Ti, the Lanithia Nini Leaks, ladies and gentlemen of all ages, Petco gums. Start buying teeth that fit. If you're going, that's to why Johnny Blaze can't really drop them notes out because her teeth are too goddamn big. Who? Exactly. What's your next um TV show on this outline? Oh. Um, Lamp and I have been watching Game of Thrones from the beginning together. Um, I actually started watching Ooh. Game of Thrones on season seven. Don't ask me why. I just I just jumped in on season seven, and so because I could never get past the first episode because of the incest, I could not fucking handle that with that little nigga falling out that window. The first episode was so boring. I tried. That I probably too, watched like it was two episodes. Fuck. It <sighs> was boring. But I say all Thank this you. to I say all this to say these things. Um, Lady Olena is always and forever going to be that bitch. <laughs> um, little my personal favorite from season six. Um, I, I've heard a lot of because I've seen like as Game of Thrones season eight approaches, I've seen like a lot of fan polls, and they've been asking who was your favorite character. Right now, in season six, my favorite character is Liana Mormont. She's this little girl, but she's like the queen of her house or whatever. She's a certified bad bitch. That little girl is crazy. I enjoy her. Um, Do they have black people in Game of Thrones? They're only pirates. Ooh, that would make sense, though. Yeah, like the um one of the most prominent black people who, funny fact now, it's not prominent anymore, but um he's he was a pirate. And he was a badass motherfucker. I enjoyed him. See, I feel like I need... Okay, so when was Joffrey like king? Um, Joffrey like, what season is... did Joffrey die? Joffrey dies in season four. Okay, maybe I need to start like season three or four because yeah. season one, nothing was happening for me and I was just like... I, I get you have to build season... exposition and shit, but I was like, okay, two, y'all. They boy. crank up the volume on that bitch. Right. They really do. Yeah, like maybe I should just start at the red wedding. Oh, oh god. Um, I didn't. Apparently, I didn't warn. Like, I and here's the thing. I've known about this stuff because I watched like clips and stuff. Jamar had never seen anything from Game of Thrones, so <laughs> it was a lot. Like, he wasn't prepared for Ned Stark to die. Dang, we should have said 
if y'all don't watch Game of Thrones, these are spoilers. Oh well, sorry. Um, he wasn't prepared for y'all about eight years too late anyway. So yeah, that's true. Um, he Fuck wasn't y'all. prepared for Ned Stark <laughs> to die. Um, cause he was like, whoa. But once again, that was Joffrey's bitch ass. Um, he said, in addition to the incest, he says there is a lot of. What was what was the word he used? Because he was like, "Oh, people just talk about incest," but he what he didn't realize that there was a lot of um, girl on girl, boy on boy action. So he so the first thing Ooh, he kinky. Was, he was like, "Why is there so much sex in this show?" And first of all, the, I was like, "Why well, you?" It's this- HBO. Anything goes on HBO, y'all. Anything exactly. And I told him I was like, and I asked him, I was like, "Are you disturbed?" By like you know the same sex, he says, no. He was like the boy on boy action. You know that's none of my business. It's the fact that literally we watched one episode and there were like five scenes back to back to back of people fucking. And he was like, my god, did they do anything else <laughs> on the show but fuck? So yeah, he was he wasn't prepared for the amount of sexual content. Um, I will say prepared. that's a constant. Um, theme in basically every show on HBO. Yeah, the fact that Jamie raped um Cersei at Joffrey's crypt that was the strangest thing I had ever seen. Cause I, I I knew they did the do like it's obvious, but you know the fact that you know there's a dead body right there and <laughs> Jamie just had to unfurl his dick and get it in. I cannot. I was I like, can't. whoa. That turned him on. He was like, oh yeah, dead body. Dead son as the product of incest. Yeah. Um he wasn't prepared for the red wedding. Um it took him a few days to recover from that. But then something else happened and he was just like Oh yeah. After the red wedding, a few episodes later, Joffrey dies. So he got his right. in this back. However, happiness was stole right back again when Jon Snow died. So and then he comes back to life later. Yeah. Um, now I did see last season where he got it in with the girl with the white hair, Daenerys. Yeah. yeah um, that, that, unrelated. Yeah, that's why I was like, whoa! Once again, incest. Like <laughs> I tell people all the time, the same sex sex scenes don't bother me. The incestuous scenes those bother me and they're like well they're fictional and I'm like well I don't care um okay it may be fictional but that shit really was like that yeah like I'm sorry back in those times I, I, I apologize if um if soldier on soldier action is more palatable than a brother fucker okay <laughs> I'm sorry For, forgive me Aunt and nephew. But anyway, anyway. Yeah. Um, the death that they do not prepare you for, Oberyn. That was a gruesome death that I was just like, I actually had to pause the TV and go step out of the room because it was so gruesome. And oh yeah, Hodor. Hodor dying. I actually was crying, and Jamal was like, "What's wrong with you?" And I was like, "It's so sad." I want to go on record. Ooh, can I cry like Tamar Braxton? Bitch. <laughs> All right, Missy, that's enough out of you. 
but yeah, um, hold on, dying. That was sad. Um, what's the update? Oh yeah, Tommen, the last like kid, he last kid of Cersei, he kills himself. And literally, I was at work today, and I get an angry text message from my husband, and he goes, "Why aren't you telling me that Tommen committed suicide?" I said, "Nigga, his wife died. His wife got blown up." He he said, "Well, that's it for me." He was like, but he just walked over to the window and jumped. I said, yeah. Moral of the story, watch Game of Thrones with your friends or your family and just, like, gauge their reactions. It is the funniest thing. Ooh. It made me very happy. So, yeah. Next, any other TV shows you want to discuss? I can't think of the other one, so it must not have been that good. Um, I do want to send a shout-out to Eva. Marcel Sterling for chewing up Marlo Hampton's wig on that bus trip in Tokyo. I haven't seen that episode yet, but you can tell me. <sighs> Marlo tries to come for Eva, and Eva just effortlessly shades the entire fuck out of Marlo, her lace front, her age. And we all know Marlo likes to hit below the belt, so she... um tried to shade Eva for having two kids by two separate men and Eva just respectfully bounced back from that and still went after Marlo's ass so Eva you get a hand clap from me it made me happy Marlo was like she couldn't even say anything all she had was you need to respect your elders and I was like yes Eva yes um Real Housewives of New York is coming back soon I wish I could. Those bitches are fucking crazy. If y'all don't watch any other franchise besides Atlanta, watch Real Housewives of New York. Like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I watch them because they have money and yeah, they Beverly go on Hills trips, honey. Mine. They go on trips, okay? They don't. They don't go to Florida like the Atlanta Housewives. They go out the country. Oh, you're so shady. I said because they have money. I mean, I really want Candy to like join another franchise so they can actually start. She can go places with people who have money because going to Florida, like I'll give them. Okay, they went to Tokyo. That's very cool. Tokyo is on one of my places to go. But going to Florida, like girl. Anyway, watch Real Housewives of New York. Um, I don't know if anybody's watching Black Lightning. But it did come back for the second half of its season. Uh, maybe I'll watch it on Netflix when it's done. I don't know. I'll be very surprised if they get another season. Uh, what else? Um, I know Issa Rae is developing a sketch comedy series with HBO, which will feature all women. Yes. And Robin Thede will be in it as well. Yes. So shout out Issa Rae and HBO. Girl, yes, ma'am. My my girl is not playing the game. She's been she is not. Issa Rae is very much in her bag right now, and I am just so happy for her. And she has remained consistent and not really changed a lot, and that's what I like. Um. Also, I don't care what y'all are, Kid Fury, or any of y'all say on Twitter. I'm not watching Amanda Seals' stand up special. I love y'all, but no. Save yourself the forty five minutes. She's, I didn't know she was a comedian. I watched it, or, matter of fact, have you ever seen the meme where it's like, oh, browsing through Netflix or browsing through whatever, what am I going to fall asleep to? <laughs> That's, I was like, what am I going to fall asleep to? So I was already kind of, like, knocked out and, you know, 
my terrorist of a husband comes upstairs and he's like, what are you watching? And I was like, nigga, I'm asleep. I didn't know what I was watching. <laughs> so I woke up for like 10 minutes and literally 10 minutes went by and I did a, huh. And then I turned the TV off and I went to sleep like in dead silence because it just, it didn't really go anywhere with what, me. What does she have to talk about though? Like what? It's, it's no lie. It's a combination, and you wouldn't know this, but it's a combination of just shit she's um said on her Instagram. Oh, yeah. So, you know, um, as far as TV goes, I did watch season one of Outlander. That's a stars. Oh yeah, you series about that. Um, basically, this white woman. In 1945, touches a rock and she's transported back to 1745 in Scotland where she was. It is basically about her trying to survive um, and and fuck this dude who is very good looking all while her husband is looking for her back in 1945. This show is not for everybody. It moves, it's kind of like Game of Thrones. It moves so slow. Yeah. But there's a ton of sex in there. And I don't mean heterosexual sex. I mean, it's a ton of sex everywhere. And when I was watching the show, I was just like, this could never happen to a black woman because they would be like, where the fuck did you come from? Like, what? What? who are you? I what thought you was going to say it could happen to a black woman because of slavery. Oh, God. I mean, 1745 in Scotland, they would be like, bitch. Um, the freedom. What is this witchcraft? But, um, yeah, um, I'm just going to, I kept it cute and I watched season one. I don't need to watch the rest of it because it's just basically a show about this girl having sex with everybody. Well, not everybody, but her one true lover, one of her husbands. One true lover. But that's all I have for TV. Um, can we move into On That Note? Yeah, girl, go ahead. You go first. You go first. No, you go first because I'm still getting my thoughts together. Oh, <laughs> a contract. My I'm on that note, who I want to tear a new one. So, it, it, yeah, give me some time. You don't even have to tear anybody. It could be positive. Um, my on that note is dedicated to Andre 3000's um, baby mama, the effervescent bag lady herself, Erica Vadu. Erica, I need you to gather your scarf, your bags, your leggings. Your chickens, because I feel like you might be sacrificing chickens in your closet, too. Lately, Erica has been disturbing my spirit. It really started two years ago when she went on social media and said that um, young girls should adhere to uniform policy because young women dress so fast now and that attracts the attention, unwanted attention of older men. That was the first time I kind of side eyed her like, what the fuck? Saying the woman who walked down the street and filmed a video for a music, a music video for a song, I can't even remember the name of it, walking down the street butt naked. But well, okay, Erica, I'll give you that. Oh, And secondly, she said that she was sending thoughts and prayers to R. Kelly. Again, another general statement that I felt like Twitter kind of blew up. But then with her clap back, she was kind of defending R. Kelly. So I was like, all right, Erica, I'll give you that. Then this week, when the Jesse Smollett news came out, um, she said that we needed to get all the facts straight before we jump to conclusions about the story. Again, another general statement, which I would be like, yeah, okay, we need all the facts. But then I was noticing a pattern of 
Erica, why are you so quick to victim blame once again? And that is just, it's it's not just her, because, you know, Taraji, you kind of, you kind of went left, honey, and um, that killed two birds with one stone, because Taraji has a movie coming out with her and Erica in it, so I can just skip that movie altogether and save my coins for little. But again, I'm tired of seeing this trait of Black women, especially, the first thought is to blame the victim or to question or in doubt question the victim as to if something really happened or how they could have avoided a form of physical or sexual assault. So, Erica, I bid you adieu. Again, I don't like to cancel people because, you know, y'all still fuck with Felicia Rashad, even though she said that those victims were lying about Bill Cosby. That's all fine and dandy. But Erica, this is where I say goodnight to you. And I just want to remind you that we give you a lot because you are Andre 3000's baby mama and because you fucked Common and because you had like three solid bops that I could name off the top of my head. Can they come to my head right now? No, I cannot. No, they don't. But you know, Erica, um, I just wish you good night. I wish you would think before you tweet things. And I wish and pray that none of your children or your family members are ever the victim of a physical or sexual assault because you would be the first, last person I would want to run to if something like that happened. But maybe that would change your perspective before you start pointing fingers and victim blaming. So a solid fuck you, Erica Badu, and that's it. Your turn. I, I felt that. You felt um, it. Did you touch and agree with my spirit? I touched and agreed. Yes, ma'am. The word says when two or three are gathered. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Um, but uh, I just want to have a conversation with our male listeners. Um, I want y'all, as you go throughout your weeks and days after listening to this, you'll hear um, the phrases toxic masculinity um fem- Ooh, Chile. can we can we talk about the fact that a lot of y'all have this and I notice men always do this I, women do it too but I ain't talking about them bitches right now I'm talking about these niggas men always have this tendency to always want to talk about feminism and they always view it through the most radical or I hate to say it through the most Caucasian scope Feminism is not to be viewed in the white radical scope. It is to be viewed in the form of equity. A lot of y'all are confusing feminism with misandry. Feminism is the belief that there should be equity amongst the genders. Equalization among the sexes. Not equality. Equity. (laughs) Equity means hey, it's not having access to the same thing but it's having those who have or shall I say those who don't have access to the same resources that another person does it's not so much leveling the playing field but it's saying oh this person got this I like whatever achievement this person got this was handed to them great this person on the other hand got this same achievement However, someone recognized they needed a little bit of extra help. They fucking gave it to them instead of holding it over their fucking necks that they weren't able to get it in the first place. That is what equity is. Y'all don't know 
what the difference and that's the fucking problem and you think you sound so fucking smart you talk about ooh feminist hate men and blah blah you're talking about miss andrew and i had to bring it up just for a definition miss andrew is a noun this lack of contempt for or ingrained prejudice against men that is what miss andrew is y'all please stop saying that feminist or womanist or women or anyone with the working brain cell who believes that having a vagina should not disqualify someone from anything. Please stop thinking that those people are automatic men haters. That's not how it fucking works. (laughs) And also, please stop saying that there's this thing where women are making it hard for men. Because let's be very clear, if we're talking about systemic (sighs) oppression, you can't get it the other way around. It's one person. What are we making hard for them? That's what I'm saying. Oh, and oh God. Matter of fact, I'm gonna say this and I'm done. I really want y'all to stop talking about how hard it is to be a man in this world because of all the fucked up shit that happens to women. Literally, everything horrible can happen to a woman, and all you hear a nigga say is, God, I'm so afraid to do this because you know blah 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 happened. You making this shit about you and it's not about you, my dude. If you have if you already have that thought in your mind, you probably shouldn't already be doing that. That's, that's first of all. Real thing. But we're not gonna- Second of all, this the phrase toxic masculinity. Why don't y'all just say that y'all are homophobic and let's just cancel that phrase out? Thanks. That's just me. Y'all <laughs> Y'all don't wash between your butt cheeks because you feel like it's someone gay. will think you're gay because you want to wash between the crack of your ass. Mm-hmm. So you walk. Yeah, you want like women to turn around and bitch. eat your ass, nigga. <laughs> you walk around like a little shitty booty ass bitch. You walk like around with mud in your butt crack, stuck in between the crack of your ass, because you don't know how to fucking wash properly, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, fuck all y'all niggas who think that. Fuck every man who thinks that, and fuck all, fuck all y'all bitches who feel. That you have to go out of your way to shit on other women to make yourself palatable to a fuck boy. You got this shit wrong, sis. It's wrong. Also, I always want to put in our weekly podcast. Please stop telling women what we can wear, mm-hmm. how we can wear our hair, mm-hmm. how we can do this. Worry about yourself. Because I'm pretty sure your mama in the 1970s dyed her hair purple rinse or a red rinse. You ain't said nothing to your mama who still got that one gold tooth in her mouth. <sighs> With her burgundy off rinse. But you know what? I'm just, that's, stop telling women what to, just stop talking to us in general. Just Please, stop. stop talking to us. We'll hit you up stop when we need breathing. something. How about that? Stop coming in our airspace. Stop looking at us. Don't even fucking think about us. Because you ain't even worth that. You're not Focus even on yourself. that. Worry about yourself. Moisturize your faces. Worry about that receding hairline. Worry about that patchy-ass beard that won't grow. <laughs> Worry about that crayon-faced-ass face you got because you don't believe in washing and moisturizing. Worry about the fucking man titties you got. Worry about them knock-knees you got. Worry about the scaly-ass toes you got. Worry about yourself, sir. You worry drag about them, what weave I got? Drag them. You were you sit here looking like fucking Viserys. To freedom. Well, you sit here looking like Daenerys Targaryen's dragon, and you want to talk shit about me, sir? Fuck you. 
You got you looking like the bottom of my shoe, looking like a big toe, talking about women's wigs. Like, my nigga, don't you have something better to do? Drink some water. Don't you have an income tax to file? Drink some water. Your kidneys and your livers are begging you, bro. (laughs) Drink some damn water. Moisturize. Moisturize, nigga. Moisturize. Your ankles are ashy. Your lips are cracked. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Learn how to do laundry. Your laundry does not smell clean. You said you washed your clothes, but your laundry still smells like outside. I don't understand. I think we're done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm just saying. Worry about yourself. And take that take that principle with you into every area of your life. Not just men, women too. Worry about yourself. Mm-hmm. Y'all be worried about the wrong motherfucking thing so much. Mm-hmm. Worry about yourself, sis. Worry about the fact that you trying to keep edges out of bangs. Oh, gosh. Worry about the fact that your Fashion Nova outfitting came in and you still wearing your homegirl clothes. Worry about the fact that your niggas is in my DMs. And on that note, we would like to thank all of you for listening. I can be found at K-D-A-S-H-D-I-O-R on Twitter and on Instagram. Ash, where can they find you? They can find me at Ash Taylor Marie. That's A S H T A Y L A M P M A R I E on Twitter and on Instagram. You guys can also follow on the rocks at O T R P O D on Instagram. Did you say that just now? No. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> okay. You're the responsible one out of us. I oh shit. We are in for a heap of trouble if I'm the responsible one. You guys have a pleasant week. We will see y'all probably next week with a solo session from me, Kiki. Oh, yeah. Thanks to everyone who listened to my solo session. Yes, Ash did an amazing solo session. And we're going to have more projects like that coming out. Y'all already know we're about to get this thing on and popping, especially on Instagram. So please go and follow us, interact, sip and stream with us. We're putting drink recipes up every week. Yeah. Kiki is putting the recipes up, y'all, because Kiki is far more competent on Instagram than I am. (laughs) And I am more of an alcoholic at this point. So, on that note, we bid you guys adieu. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Cheers. Bye.